Welcome to your Rockstar Podcast Show, a podcast to understand personal success stories from successful people. Each month, we'll cover topics on achievements and technology. So, let's dive in. In today's podcast, we'll talk about Robin Sands, who is CEO at Link4. First of all, thanks to Robin for taking his time to speak with us today. How are you, Sam? So, Robin, please give us a brief outline of your career so far. Yeah, well, uh, I guess it goes back a few years, but uh, my background is global software. I've been doing uh, marketing in uh, in global software companies. And so I have been traveling all over the world and supporting big business in, in big activities. But in uh, 2015, my business partner and I looked at uh, supporting small business and we wanted to help Australian businesses with technology. And so we refocused our efforts to uh, focusing on small businesses, which is what we do today. And Robin, as you said, you came from the software background. What made you to turn into entrepreneur? You was having the vision to become an entrepreneur one day or it just happened out of the blue? Yeah, it just happened. So there is uh, something called an intrapreneur, which I didn't know about at the time. But basically, when you're working for another company and you're coming up with solutions and being creative or innovative, that's that's being an entrepreneur. You're just doing it for someone else. And so uh, when the opportunity mm-hmm. came to actually do it uh, for myself, we went looking to do that. But both Sam and I have got that ability to solve problems and, and it, it kind of happened. And did you assess about that solution? Uh, you created that pretty amazing solution. I was looking onto your website the other day. So basically, there's no more PDFs or Excel sheets. You just upload it. And I think your, your software will read all the, all the data from the PDF and stuff. So you was having something in the mind or you brainstormed that idea with someone to, to bring up to that solution? Well, the, the first thing we did was uh, we interviewed the business owners to find out what their needs were without telling them what we wanted to help them with. And so it was coffee shops and restaurants and cafes. And it turned out that they had a different need to what we were looking to address. And their need was invoice processing. And so then it's like, well, let's research what's in the market and we can help them with that first. What we found in the market didn't meet their needs. And so we talked about how we could make it better. And reality is cloud accounting systems are acceptable today when they weren't like five or 10 years ago. So now that opens up a whole new world of what we can do to connect with. And that set us on the right path. And how long you've been running that that uh, that company for? That, that's- Look, we officially became a business in September 2016. So we've been, been doing it mm-hmm. since then. Maybe unfortunately, but we were he- ahead of the curve initially. We do a lot of explaining of what e-invoicing is. But at the moment, the concept is taking off globally and we're very excited now to be recognised as one of the thought leaders globally in the space, especially for small business, because a lot of people do it for government and big business, but we do it for small business. And, and effectively what it is, is it allows the supplier's accounting system to talk to the customer's accounting system without the need of mm-hmm. any sort of interaction in between, no emails or PDFs or scanning documents. And, and it's kind of like mm. streaming a movie now. Like we used to go to a video shop and get a movie. Now we just stream it. 
It's like we used to get an invoice on a document, but now we just stream it straight into the accounting system. So it's exciting to be on the front end of this kind of technology. And it's great to see how people are responding and benefiting to it. Because it is saving a lot of their time by doing that physical work or putting that invoicing into their system and then system reads yep. it somehow. But your solution is just on the fly. It it's, everything is um, automated. It's automated and it's instant. So you can create an invoice. For example, you could be a gardener who does some work for the government and you could be standing at your truck mm-hmm. and create the invoice right then and there for doing the work. And within five days, that money will be in your account. It's just very simple now. And and Robin, what, what are the best resources that have helped you along your way? Yeah, a lot of resources. And I think... Like it's key to note that most of us feel like a fish out of water, that we we don't really know what we're doing and we're, we're bluffing our way through most of the time. So the thing we need to do is to learn from other people and it's good to have mentors around. We, we have a few good mentors that we refer to, but also just mm-hmm. podcasts. And I honestly believe podcasts have been really good for us because it allows us to tap mm-hmm. into the mindsets of other people, especially ones that have done something similar. And then you can learn from their experiences mm-hmm. as well. So when you're saying podcast, are you running a podcast no, as well? No, I consume a podcast. So, and there's, look, there's a lot of different types of podcasts out there. And I, I believe being able to, I guess, turn your mind on at the beginning of the day to make sure you get the best out of the day is a good thing. So I'll listen to a business podcast or something specific about how to get motivated as an entrepreneur, what problems to overcome. I'll do that at the beginning of the day going to work so that my head can get ready for the day ahead. And then at the other end of the yeah. day, I'll listen to something fun, something humorous, maybe even a novel, and I'll use that to, uh, to unwind with. Yeah, it is It is rightly said, well started, half done. So if you're just starting your day as, as, as a motivation and you listen to some best entrepreneurs uh, or of, of the decade or of the era, you are, you are off to a good start. Yeah. I, I, I really believe that does help, yeah. And also, I heard the phrase once that says you should learn from other people because life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. And I think that's good. Yep. Finding out what other people did wrong is a good way to learn and what not to do yourself. Yeah. And as the saying goes, you learn from your mistakes and you learn more from others' mistakes. That is true. <laughs> so basically, if you read biographies or autobiographies, you can compress decades into days what mistakes they have done so that we can overcome those mistakes in our business. Yes. Cool, cool. And you recommend any books, Robin, uh, for our audience? Like what type of books you read? Any biographies or autobiographies? Yeah, I, I guess there's you know been a few that I have uh, read, like Richard Branson, uh, Business Strip Bear. He, like he's a great entrepreneur who just tries to find solutions in things that he does. Elon Musk and mm. Steve Jobs, I've read them. But, but also these days there's some really good people doing podcasts like, oh, it's flipping my mind right now. Let me just refresh my mind as I as I do that. Masters of Scale, Reid Hoffman, oh, okay. co-founder cool, of LinkedIn cool. and, and PayPal. Being able to listen to the way he does podcasts is is as good as reading a book from him because it gives you an insight into his head. Mm, okay. Uh, maybe I will start li- listening to that podcast as well. Cool. And and Robin, how how like what turns you on? I mean, there are no roses and sunshines every day. Sometimes we feel down. What type of music you listen to, or how you overcome overcome that that part of the day? Yeah, I mean, often people are saying to me like, "How was your day?" And as as a founder, it's 
it's often best described as a roller coaster because you have these ups and downs as you go along and it's good to have something to distress de-stress with so look I have a few things I, I kind of don't mind having a bit of background music on or as some of the staff say elevator music just just to keep things chill and mm-hmm. kind of SBS chill radio is something I listen to a lot but uh, at the end of the day I like to, to turn the music up and have something that's got a bit of a beat to it that yeah can get me out of the, the mindset of work And what one thing you wish you had known before you began your career? Like there was a secret formula to be successful or it was through sheer hard work and big-headed persistence? Yeah, I'll let you when I get to the end. <laughs> no, um, look, honestly, <laughs> I think one of the things that I didn't realize and it would have scared me at the beginning was how long things take. And it's not a matter mm-hmm. of using that to scare you off from what to do, but it means you need to be dedicated to it. to the cause and so stick to it no matter what you start just keep going with it until you get it done yeah it's a never yeah. quit and i think as it is rightly said success is 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration yeah, so you have to keep going yeah. yep and and robin how how you define your success you you think success is a journey or as most of people say success is Uh, a journey not a destination it is always a changing it is always changing like a gold uh, gold uh, like a gold post so what is your definition of success yeah look absolutely it's a journey because if so we went through an incubator and one of the things they teach you there is like you need to raise money you need to be able to have a big exit and then you're successful once you've exited but really that could be mm-hmm. like 5 years or or even more and if that's the only way you're going to measure success then you're not you're going to miss out on a lot along the way so you need to have little success pieces as you go and it could be just the fact mm-hmm. that you've got a new intern on board that's got a great personality or you've trained someone really well or that you've just one sorted out a problem technically there's a lot of little things that mm-hmm. need to be celebrated along the way and it's good to to focus on mm-hmm. them and go what that's a good thing we did a good thing today yep makes sense anything you think you are not uh, good at and how you overcome that <laughs> yeah there's there's quite a lot one good at and look there's a couple of ways to overcome it one is basically surrounding yourself with people that actually are better than you and i'm talking about that within the business because there's one thing about hiring people that don't know as much as you and then you have to fill in those gaps and then then you're the sticking point you're as high as that achievement will go whereas if you mm-hmm. you know bring in other people into the business and that you're working with other people that are smarter than you then that can actually extend it and expand sort of further on what you've done yourself but also you learn as you go but the the company benefits all up as well so yeah i just think mm-hmm. trying to have more smarter people around you is a good thing yep and as it is said you are average of uh, four people close to you so if you follow anyone like with your close friend or your someone at your close relationship you will be average of four people which are very close to mm, you okay yeah i was reading reading somewhere yep and what is your biggest failure uh, robin and what, what did you learn from it yeah good question biggest failure i mean is i try not to focus on the failures i try to look at the positives but the failures are there you have to have them and i I think one of one of my failures is that I'm too conservative and so when we go mm-hmm. out and we you know try and raise money 
or even seeking grants from the government, kind of wonder if we're worth it. And if we're worth it, it's like, how much are we worth? I don't push it forward enough. And I need to be pushed further for people to, I guess, give me that encouragement to actually reach out for bigger goals. And one of the things I've learned that is you need to have a big goal and then then go for it. And an example there was like I've actually had a meeting with the head of IT and the head of finance for the Royal Household in Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. And that was just a, a one-on-one meeting with between us and them. How did we get that? Because we asked for it. It was one of those things of like, well, that seems really hard for us to get. Well, let's ask and see what happens. What's the worst they can say? No. They actually said yes. And, and we've got a potential opportunity that we can pursue with them now because of that. And and you need to think think big to achieve big. But so if you think big and you can achieve big, but you need to work very hard to to achieve that dream yes. as well. And w- what is one thing which which you proud of, Robin? Well, so we're in Adelaide, and you know Adelaide's not a not a place where a lot of future opportunities exist, and so a lot of us end up moving to Sydney and Melbourne to get those jobs. I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we're actually giving the local start local people the opportunity to get a job in Adelaide, and in fact, giving them an internship in a in a future job. And so we've mm-hmm. now had, as of this week, 69 different interns that have joined us on our, mm-hmm. at our on our journey so far, which has been great for me because some of them have gone on to paid employment with us or other jobs that they've got or they've finished university or pushed them in the right direction. And I just really enjoy seeing young ones having this hope, getting these experiences and being able to build on their own careers because of what they learn. It's, it's a really good thing for me. Mm, good. And and what advice would you like to give to someone who wants who wants to start a similar <clears throat> sorry, similar similar career same as yours? Yeah, that that is a fair point. I think the aspect is, yeah, learning from mentors, like learn from people around you. Mm. We're, we're niche players in what we do and so we need to partner with other organisations to help fill out the full solution. I don't believe you should try and be everything to everyone, but do your networking, meet people around you, find out how you can support them in what they do and how they're going to support you. And that, in that way, you can both mm. be successful and actually build out something pretty special together. Yeah, so that way, like, you are complementing yes. each other. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's got to be a part of the whole startup ecosystem in Australia at the moment is no one's out there to do it on their own. We're all out there to support each other, and the more we can help each other, the better we can be. And 1 plus 1 turns into 11, as it is rightly said, which is great. And who is who has been most important person in your life, Robin? Well, one thing that we've always said, and and my co-founder, Sam, he's he's been pretty important to me, which is a good thing. But one thing that is Mm. one of the key values of our company is family first. And it doesn't matter how long you're working at a job, your family's always there longer. Even if you've got a career for 30 years, your family's going to be there longer. Mm -hmm. And so the aspect of working on family relationships is important. And it Mm. might sound a bit corny and stuff, but I flag back to what my father taught me when I was younger, the conversations him and I have now, that relationship for me is actually really key. And, you know, I like to keep working on that and keep that strong. And do you remember any happiest moment of your life? What was the happiest moment of your life? 
as of now? Well, I've got I've got two children, and it's pretty special when they come into the world. And as as they grow and and things happen with them, there's a lot of positivity that comes out of that. So I'm pretty proud of my kids, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, pr- probably say you get a lot of joy the day they're born, and that's just amplified through what what it goes through. But yeah, the day of their birth has got to be it. And do you have any regrets? I try not to live with regrets because regrets is kind of like something's happened in the past that you can't change. So you don't want to be looking at, oh, what if I'd done this or what if I'd done that? There are plenty of things that it would have been better if I'd done differently, but I can't change it. So I, I don't have any regrets from that side. I'll just move forward. Good, good. And, and, and the last one, Robin, how would you describe your perfect day? Actually, I did something interesting last year and went under the uh, direction of a dietitian as a part of a study that was happening at the university next door. And I learned mm-hmm. a lot in about how how I eat and how things affect my body because we all you know, take things differently. And it was really good to mm-hmm. see that. So I believe, and it's been proven, that start your day with a good breakfast. I think that is a good thing. You need that brain food mm-hmm. to help keep you keep going through the day. Small meals mm. and, and snacking a bit more often than what I currently do is actually a good thing. But, yeah, I'm a, mm. I'm a meat and three veg kind of dinner guy and I, I do enjoy that. I, I enjoy a good schnitzel mm. chips and salad, actually. So you start off with a healthy yep. breakfast. Yes, definitely. And thanks a lot again for taking your time to speak with us today, Robin. Have a nice day and we'll touch base awesome. again. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, buddy.